Welcome to the Quiet in Front podcast. I'm your host, Michael McDonald. And I'm Noah Fillman. Quiet in Front is your newest place for all things cinema. Join Mike and Noah as we break down the newest trailers or the hottest films, along with our thoughts and opinions on movies that shaped generations. And remember, we watch so you can listen. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Quiet in Front podcast. I'm Mike. And I'm Noah. And before we get into today's very special uh, multiversal episode, we have a f- just a little announcement to make. A few quick announcements, yeah. yeah. So uh, w- this will be our last episode for about a couple weeks. We gotta, we're gotta, we going on our separate ways. School's over, so you know we won't be together too often, me and Noah. So Yeah, unfortunate as it is. Yeah, it's a But little... we're figuring out something, how to record uh, while not being actually in the same room. So when we get that figured out, we'll be coming out with episodes every two weeks like normal. Yeah, so just bear with us a little bit, and we thank you again for all your support. But Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, so big spoiler warning ahead of time. The movie came out literally tonight. So we're going to be talking about Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, as we mentioned in our last episode. And uh, I don't know. Let's get right into it. Start us off, because I, I, I think I, I missed the few the first few minutes of the movie. I mean, the movie just really starts off uh, right away. And I mean, we're not going to do the whole plot breakdown here, but we're right. setting the stage. It's with uh, Strange, or Defender Strange. Defender Strange. And America Chavez running through that, uh, where that anti-Darkhold book is. I'm drawing a blank on the name. Really I don't quick. know. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's the place they got the book that uh, I've drawn a blank on the name. Either way. Either way, and uh, there's monsters that are being sent after America, uh, which we'll find out later who it is. Uh, and uh, Do- Defender Strange loses, and America Chavez transports herself to the MCU uh, universe. Yeah, so, I-, I mean, just to quickly sum up the movie into like what it's really about is that Wanda Maximoff, the Scarlet Witch, uh, misses her children from her WandaVision days. If you haven't watched that show, it's all about uh, Wanda creating this fabricated reality and you know, destroying it in the, in the name of, of the greater good uh, by the end. But in this one, she's missing the children that she created, that she you know, summoned up. Uh, so she is attempting to travel the multiverse. But the only way that she can do that is with the powers of america chavez who can do that so she's attempting to kill this kid and take her powers and it's up to dr strange and company to stop her yeah so that's pretty much the plot of the movie and uh overall pretty good as a decent movie, decent movie. I, unfortunately i i do have to say i overhyped it for myself i think it's, you're not the only one i thought there was going to be more time spent with the marvel illuminati the marvel illuminati makes an appearance in this uh, movie and it's it's fan service but it's refreshing it's good to see yeah it really was i mean of course we knew from the trailers that people like captain professor carter. xavier is going to show up X. captain carter was uh teased in one of the more recent trailers which i'm kind of mad they showed at the end of the day uh, if you're a fan of the inhumans black bolt black bolt yeah i, I don't really know if cool. it's the same actor who... it is i looked it up from the show? I literally just looked it up because like, oh, it looks okay. like the same guy. It is the same guy. That's good. I haven't seen the show, but I, I knew it was there. Yeah. And, of course, we have uh, Mordo, uh, who's not the MCU's Mordo, but and a different Monica version. Monica Rambeau, who's the Captain Marvel of another universe. Yes. But the big one that I'm pretty sure everyone was excited to see was Mr. Fantastic, played by John Krasinski, which was actually, I think, the fan favorite to cast him. So, like you said in the theater, and like I, I have to agree with, I think Marvel was just answering the fans calls on this one yeah you know just to just to get him to shut up for a little bit because here's here's the kicker uh wanda uh, who is the most powerful uh hero quote 
quote-unquote in the MCU being, right now? Being I, in I the suppose. MCU. She's a villain in this. She's very much a villain yeah. in this. But she manages to murk all <laughs> members she of the Illuminati. She wipes the fucking floor with them, dude. And it's violent. It's, it's, it's violent, but the... The big painful thing is that they're only in the movie for like 10 minutes, if, if that. that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it's just, I mean, that's where I, I think I overhyped it from. And I did it to myself because I, they use the Illuminati as like a big selling point for the movie, making me think that it was going to be a huge plot point, but it really wasn't. It was, it was a small moment of fan service to see Patrick Stewart back as Professor X and to see the fan casting of John Krasinski, who played, uh, Mr. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Other than that, it it, it really didn't hold much weight for the movie because Wanda comes in. She kills every single one of them. Speaking of which, they got to stop doing my man Charles Xavier dirty because this is the third time Patrick Stewart has died in love. One time he's blown up by Jean Grey. One time he's killed by, what, X-24 and Logan. Yep. And now he's killed by Scarlet Witch. They got to stop doing my man dirty. They really do. I mean, God. It was definitely cool though to see all those characters on the big screen. Yeah, uh, I, I really hope we see them come back later. It makes me think that they're gonna choose different actors. I, I think they have different actors in mind for those roles in the future, like like Black Bolt or, uh, yeah. or Mister Fantastic, and we already have our Captain Marvel, so I don't think we're getting Monica Rambeau as Captain Marvel again, but. It makes me think that they, they have different people uh, in their minds for the future because they just wanted to give us this because this was our ideal castings. Um, so they're going to go ahead and do what they want in the future. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. I, I don't know. I think it was really cool. Uh, I'm glad that we got to see it. It was fun because, I mean, for the most part, we knew minus Black Bolt and uh, John Krasinski's Mr. Fantastic. We really didn't know our – yeah, those are the only two we didn't know. We yeah. really just knew everyone else. They revealed too much in the trailers, and what they revealed, like, did not, again, did not hold much weight in the 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 vast, you know, concept of the movie. It was yeah. like... For a multiverse movie, we really stayed in two multiverses. Or, like, two three, universes. Three universes. Yeah, it, it didn't feel like a multiverse. Like, I know the multiverse was at stake for it. I get it. But I feel like we would have observed more of it. You know, I was really hoping for a TVA thing or a Kang thing. We didn't yeah, get no, that. No Lokis, no no Kang hints. Yeah. Um, I mean, the post credit scene teased that there's this rift in the multiverse that apparently another universe is coming over to the MCU's universe. Yeah, we. I mean, but we we'll say we that. Talk we'll say about that, that a little bit later. Yeah, we'll say yeah. that till the end because I think that's a good rounding point. But like, I think kind of backtracking to Wanda a little bit. You know, her story was great. I, I like her as a villain. I really did I really like do. her as a villain. And and um Elizabeth Olsen who plays her gives a really good like intimidating, you know, kind of eerie performance. Yeah. And at, at a couple moments there like she was scary. They're running through a time and I mean this movie's this movie's directed by Sam Raimi and you can tell. You can tell like <laughs> if you're a fan of Evil or Evil Dead you're, You're going like to see a lot of similarities in the camera work and just some of the uh, horror aesthetics with it. You can see where, like, moments in this movie, people wanted it to be rated R. And I think Sam Raimi probably did, too. Because there's, like I, I mentioned, the tunnel. There's a moment where Wanda is chasing uh, Doctor Strange, America Chavez, and who? A variant Christine, of Christine Palmer. Christine Palmer. Dr. Christine Palmer through a tunnel. I'm um, trying to track down this this book that apparently is like a like a Deus Ex Machina. It's the anti Darkhold. 
provides I, I, a hero with any ability they need to defeat the evil that they're up against. Even though it doesn't help them at all. Because right, it, it just gets, gets destroyed. <laughs> but there, he's follow, she's following them through this tunnel, and it's very, very eerie. She's, like, shambling because one of her legs is hurt, and it's it, it's it's very creepy. Yeah, a couple jump scares. Yeah. You got one, I got a jump scare. One of them got me. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I, it was nice to see... It was just cool to see Sam Raimi back. It was also cool to see him actually put his own aesthetic on it, which was really nice. From that aspect, well, yeah, from that point of view of the movie, from that aspect of the movie, uh, it was very refreshing to see different kinds of camera work, different kinds of dramatic tension and stuff. When the, when uh, Defender Strange is resurrected from the dead and he pops out like an actual zombie from the old Night of the Living Dead things with the one hand coming yeah. out. It, it, was, it was very cool to see. I mean, it was also cool to get our Bruce Campbell cameo, man. Bruce Campbell shows up briefly <laughs> in this movie, and then at the very, very end credit scene, where he just he says it's over, looks right at the camera. But so does Wanda. Yeah, she there were a the few moments where where people look at the cameras. I noticed Professor X did it as well when he's in that dreamscape. He like trying to save Wanda. Uh, he looks right at the right at the camera. Yeah, I think it's interesting. So. But that begs the question, like, you know, the whole multiverse aspect is like, are we're a multiverse? Are like, is, we is have she to looking be, at, she has right? to be looking at us, right? Because we're a different universe. In, infinite, infinite universes with infinite possibilities. Yeah. We could just be a universe with no superheroes. Sure. They bring up the concept of dreams being like memories from our other selves. Yeah. I, I think I like that because it takes a real concept of dreams and kind of gives it a fantastical comic book meaning. Mm-hmm. I really like that. And I knew it was going to be a plot point later because, um, uh, America Chavez says that dreams are views of your other lives. And then in the next scene, uh, Wanda is playing with her kids and then she wakes up from a dream. And that's when I'm like, oh, okay. So it's going to be like a very, very real like plot point of the movie. But again, this movie, I mean, it's a solid movie. The story is very good. I just think it's, it was kind of, you, you mentioned that the pacing was all right. I like the pacing. I think you're right. I think that... There were a few moments that kind of swayed me in the opposite direction of that opinion. I mean, Doctor Strange really does team up with this this girl, and then a day later, uh, he's presuming to like know her character. You know what I mean? You remember that line where he says, yeah. uh, "If your mothers are anything like anything like their daughter, they're gonna they're they'll survive. They're gonna be fine." Mm-hmm. I'm like, you known her for less than 24 hours. Like that doesn't that doesn't hold with me. But then, then again, he's. You, since you missed the first 10 minutes, he saw that and they already knew each other through the dreams. Oh. So it was already some sort of deeper connection there. Okay. Okay. So, I, yeah, I'll, I'll so, retract that then. Yeah. But then, again, I found myself a few moments like asking the movie to explain things to me. Uh, yeah. It didn't end very open and shut. You know, it was really much like it pretty much left the whole movie open. I think we're thinking about like the same moment where. Wanda destroys the Darkhold because in the end she realizes she's doing a bad thing and she repents for her mistakes and well kills herself. Wanda dies in this movie. Well, evidently, I don't think so because when you saw the building collapse, you saw a red like ball expand out from the wreckage. Yeah, I think I I I thought about that in the theater. I think maybe that might have been just their way of like like say if she was like a little bubble, that's like how it. Like it pops, you know. Yeah, but I don't like know. the final I, little period on that. They're not done with her. Maybe, maybe not. I, I I don't know. But she destroys the dark holds, and then we're back with our Stephen Strange in a different universe that she does that in, and then his dark hold there. 
which again, the Darkhold is just this magic book that allows you to do things you're not supposed to do with magic against the laws of nature or whatever. Um, but the Darkhold there starts to get incinerated in a different universe, and he says, Awanda's destroying the Darkhold in every universe. That's, I'm like, that was just lazy writing. I'm like, okay, well, how? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> First but he, of all. Here's the one thing, because this kind of ties into the very final shot of the movie where it's like, since our MCU Doctor Strange used the Darkhold, the Darkhold's energy is now inside him, so wouldn't that just mean like he shouldn't have that because the Darkhold's destroyed? Yeah. It's a, they're a little they're a little loose on uh, how the Darkhold works. Yeah, well, the, uh, the the one consistency I think they tried to keep is that the Darkhold's energy corrupts the reader, right? It doesn't just ruin the universe that it's in. Uh, so I think that's what they're saying. Like it's almost like a Horcrux from Harry Potter. Like the longer you're around it, or if you use it, like it'll start to like crawl its way into you and corrupt you from the inside. Mm-hmm. You know. So um, I I think that's what they were going for more and and like you said it's kind of corrupting our Stephen strange uh as we can see from the final shot where he has this third eye which is like almost like a tell like a tell if someone used a dark holder yeah that we saw earlier in the film i I don't know that that was the only part that was like eh about but like everything else was pretty much fine i did enjoy uh america chavez a lot in the movie her introduction to the mcu was fun yeah i'm interested to see what else they use her for because keeping her around kind of keeps the multiverse aspect open for the mcu you know what i feel like would be a good spot for her to drop in what's that miss marvel yeah i I, the the i know this is gonna sound so arbitrary but the color palette's similar (laughs) yeah i mean it's it's very she's very uh colorful a very and she's you know younger she's young she's saying i don't know if she's the same age she looks a little older she looks a little older like definitely more in her teen like mid-teenage late teenage years but like you know i think she'd be a perfect fit for a show like miss marvel which only comes out in god less than a month now yeah so I, like i'll watch it but i i, I can't promise i'll be too interested in it's that too and disney I don't know channel how. looking for me it's very coming of age i think it's disney's way of keeping the younger audience while also having big projects grow a little bit more adult i think that's yeah. disney way of 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 expanding their target audience yeah, coming back from moon Knight, which was violent and this which was scary yeah so yeah, moon Knight just ended we, we won't we won't talk, talk about too much of that other than that it, it was really cool you should watch it but it's not connected to this bigger marvel multiverse. No. it really wasn't much connecting this to i mean it was cool to see like the illuminati was the one that killed thanos in their timeline and seeing thanos's dead body yeah that was really neat that like, was interesting the thing is though he didn't get all the stones because they killed him on titan because they were on Titan. Was Thanos' body in that? Yeah, shot? it was off far left. Oh, I was. It was unaware. the first thing I would my eyes because he had a big, he had his sword sticking straight out of him. Gotcha. So like they killed Thanos before he even did the snap. That's pretty sick. Um, yeah, we should say that the Doctor Strange was killed by the Illuminati. Um, oh uh, yeah, the Illuminati's because universe. yeah, because he was corrupted by a Darkhold himself. Yeah. So that's that. Like the whole thing in this is we're scared of whether or not. Stephen Strange is going to abuse this power and find new abilities and then get corrupted himself, which it appears by the end of this movie he kind of has slightly, uh, if if it's any indicator. But yeah, what what I'm very confused about is the pull of this movie was one the Illuminati, which was barely in the movie, as I, I'll quit complaining about. But two, it kind of made it seem like the the multiverse was like breaking. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it wasn't really. No, because it, you they think, were just traveling through. Them. Yeah, Doctor Strange fixed it in No Way Home. Then this movie, I was assuming, going to tie into Loki season two at least, or season one, because you know the multiverse is breaking there. Yeah, and then it's just like, 
I mean, I'll, mm. I'll watch it again. Maybe there's something we missed, but it really on first on first viewing, it did not seem like the multiverse was in any like real danger. Yeah, and if you think about it, Wanda, all she wanted to do was get to her kids. She yeah, which again needed to be stopped because she was gonna kill their original mother. Yeah, but at the end, it wasn't that out. wasn't like multiversal. Like no, it's not like everything's going to come crashing in on no, itself because they mention once again, I said this earlier, it's like that the worlds can collide and they can affect the reality of those two universes. Yeah. I just, uh, I don't know. I don't know when they're going to finally break the multiverse. Cause they have to, at some point, if Disney want to keep break, wants to keep breaking in big bucks. The next thing is I, the next movie that t- dives multiverse is Ant-Man. Ant-Man. And that's in 2023. So we have a whole year. Oh, jeez. There's so... Uh, I, I just... I don't want to call this movie a filler movie, but it feels like a filler movie. I was really hoping for some bigger implications. Yeah. Yeah. And and I'm I'm sad that those cameos Didn't from the long. Illuminati were ju- were literally... That's that's it. They weren't a part of the plot or anything. They were just there for fan service. Here's another... Going back to the Illuminati. There was... They said that's all the members, but there's one more chair open. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we mentioned that. were Ultron bots, and it was confirmed that they were Ultron bots. Which makes us think it was probably Iron Man in that sixth chair. Yeah, but where the heck is he? I couldn't tell you. I really, I, I do not know. Unless it was there, Stephen Strange, who was in that chair, but I don't think no, so. No, because Mardo replaced him in that timeline. I guess so. I, I get, Yeah, I guess that makes sense. So it must have been Iron Man as the sixth member of the Illuminati. Uh, Could have been but, Namor. I think Namor was one of the original members in the Illuminati too. They really? Were. Yeah, I think so. That seems weird. I think so. Um, either way, I think they just didn't want to get backlash for a different person casted as Iron Man. Everyone, well, everyone was like Tom Cruise. I think everyone th- would have thrown a hissy fit though. Eventually, even if that's what they wanted, they wouldn't have got exactly how they wanted. So I, I think they would have just said like, "Why didn't you just?" Bring back RDJ for a fif- like a five minute thing. Yeah, and by the it's, way, it was Namor. It was Namor. Okay, so he was he was the sixth member in the Could comic book. Be Namor, who's showing up in Black Panther. Who 2, was apparently. teased all the way back in uh, <laughs> Iron Man Two? If you uh, if you keep your eye out for was it. he? Yeah, um, it was uh, during when Nick Fury brings Tony Stark in at the end, and on the map you could see like a disturbance in the like South Atlantic Ocean oh. where Atlantis would be. That's interesting. So that that's teased all the way back in two thousand nine. Huh. I noticed they also teased Black Panther in the same shot. There's one in like yeah, Africa. there's one in Wakanda. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Like uh, this, this movie was enjoyable. I- I'll watch it again, but it was not as much as I'd hoped that it would be. Well, I think I think the big one that we can talk about now is the post-credit scene. Yeah, there are two of them, and one of them is just Bruce Campbell. He stops hitting himself, looks at the camera, and says it's over. You know? Yeah, it's funny. It's funny. Yeah, but the other one is something they didn't really give a lot of information about. Charlize Theron shows up. Yeah, Charlize Theron shows up and talks to Stephen Strange and saying there's like, you've created, what, what's it called? A, a version or something? A version, which is like when two universes are going to collide. Right. So now he has to deal with that, and then he shows his third eye, which which represents the corruption of the Darkhold. And she cuts a hole in the reality. fabric of reality, going to the place which looks familiar. I'd said it looked like uh, where Dormammu. Where Dormammu was from. The dark dimension or whatever. Yeah. Oh, I guess that is the dark dimension. Yeah. I think Hyselius is coming back. Maybe. That'd be cool That'd be to cool. get uh, Mads Mikkelsen as another. Get him as Doctor Doom, please. Cut. Get him as Doctor Doom. 
I think <laughs> I think that Charlize Theron is playing Psylocke in this. I'm not too familiar with her. Um, Psylocke, or yeah, I think it's Psylocke. Psylocke is the person who makes that like blade with her hand. I'm not exactly sure what it can do. She showed up in X Men Apocalypse. Oh wait, is that oh, I thought Olivia that's Mine, yeah, I, think, I thought that's her. why she looked familiar. Well. It's or not like the, the char- like the character, like the design, like that purple blade looks like yeah, really familiar. Yeah, she wears all purple and she yeah. forms like this cosmic blade in one of her hands. But I'd, I'm not 100% on what she's able to do. That's just what she looked like at face value, which makes me think – and Psylocke was a mutant in, in the comics. So yeah. which makes me think that they're bringing mutants into it well, as a bigger play. Look at this. I mean like if we go to the Illuminati's universe. You had Inhumans and mutants Yeah, that were – Everyone seemed to get along peacefully there. Right. So now I think we're unfortunately as it unfortunate as it is, I thought we were gonna really explore the multiverse with this movie, which it doesn't feel like it after watching it. I'm sorry to anybody that was disappointed, but I was a little bit disappointed. Um it seems like the multiverse is coming to the MCU though. That's what I feel like. It's yeah, but how long is it gonna take for it to get here? Because we've had two movies now. That seems like like they were going to be play a big part in it. I just don't want it to be a forever buildup. I think Spider Man played a more bigger part in it than this movie. Did. Yeah, because the multiverse was breaking there. Yeah. You know, it, it was it was yeah, almost even all Loki's last episode. Yeah, and, and Loki. There you go. So there were a couple projects that involved the multiverse, but I don't want it to just forever be stepping stones to something that yeah, doesn't know. come. And when it does come, it's anticlimactic. So I'm wondering when they'll bring in the multiverse has like a big a big problem yeah. because it hasn't really been a huge problem yet. still waiting on kang still waiting on there's not even there's no big head honcho villain right now no 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 it's it seems like kang is going to be the next one uh, but honestly who can tell i don't know but i feel like at, le- at least throughout after avengers one you saw thanos sprinkled in throughout every other project after that yeah so it's like why are we getting kang or like at least some like hints that he's coming. It's just like yeah, they just keep mentioning Thanos. Yeah, you know they just like they're not. That was one problem I had with uh, all the TV shows. Like they just needed to get off of Thanos. You know they got to stop mentioning yeah. him. He's done. We're done with Thanos. And they did this movie. Did it again with like they really utilized the Thanos. Yeah, we got to move forward. Yeah, we got to move, move so, forward. But I want the multiverse to be some big grandiose thing that happens over maybe two phases because that's enough material to go through like two phases yeah i mean you know? they have so many possible literally infinite possibilities infinite number of possibilities we'll see like, like i'd like to see like ghost rider you know uh, more of the inhumans would be nice we're getting our fantastic four movie in 2024 who knows if they're recasting john john, w- john watts is not directing he's that not anymore. on it anymore yeah. i didn't see that uh so I don't know. I don't know what what uh, lies ahead for the future of the MCM, the Marvel Cinematic Multiverse. Uh, but this this movie, I'll I'll give like a seven point five out of, or eight. Uh, it's it's not like super stellar, but it's enjoyable. Yeah. I I, I appreciate the cinematography oh, more than awesome. I do the content of the film. Sam Raimi did a great job. I hope he can come back. And if right. they are doing a Doctor Strange three in the near future, I would very much like him to helm it. That was what I was thinking because at the end it does say Doctor Strange will return. And if he's getting a third movie, then I think they're going to go the same route with like they did with Spider-Man where John Watts did all three. And now they're going to just going to continue with uh, one director doing that. Uh, Dr. Strange. I think Sam Raimi knocked it out of the park and I think everyone else knocked it out of the park. But I think this movie, 
don't go in expecting to have all your questions answered. Yeah. And again, I I I raised my my own expectations of the movie too, too much. Too much for my own good to where I got there and it's my own fault I disappointed myself. Uh I think I was looking more for the fan service than for just another stepping stone movie, yeah. which what is what this feels like on looking back. Which I think I got to watch it again. I think maybe I need to reflect a little bit more on it, but yeah, I don't know if I want to give it a score right now. I'm going to go 7.5 or 8 out of 10. You can leave it. I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to hold off and reserve that for another day because I don't want to just, it's only been two hours, three hours outside the theater and I'm just, yeah, I really so, want to sit and think about it more. Well, those of our listeners who have seen the movie, hopefully you all have, because again, those big spoilers, um, Drop in the comments. Let us know what you think. What confused you? What did you like? Are you excited to see more Doctor Strange? Do you want Sam Raimi to come back? You know, uh, just let us know. Yeah, please. We always love your feedback, and uh, I think that's all the time we got. I think to that covers today. it. Now, like Mike said at the um, beginning of this this little small mini episode, mini episode. It's just as long as our normal ones. Um, we are going to be taking a couple week hiatus just to figure things out, get some different equipment, get used to using it, and then we'll be back on our regular bi-weekly schedule. Yeah, so we will look forward when we see you all again very, very soon. And for signing off for just a little while, I'm Mike. I'm Noah. And we'll see you guys in a bit. See you later. Thanks for listening to the Quiet in Front podcast. We'll see you in two weeks with our latest thoughts on your favorite movies. Don't forget to catch up on previous episodes on the Quiet in Front Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. Until next time, I'm Michael McDonald. And I'm Noah Philman, And we are signing off for today's episode.